Hello and welcome to The World As We Know It. I am your host Austin Taro and this week on TWWKI, we are going to get into Europe in distress, new Star Wars, and lowering expectations. We're going to get started today with a discussion about the new generation of the gaming world, which focuses on the next generation graphics. One of the biggest things that is buzzing around the internet today is about the new generation consoles. But for those of you who don't know, the new generation consoles are the Xbox Series X, which is being made by Microsoft, and the PlayStation 5 by Sony. Now, what makes these things unique? These machines, what makes them drive gamers like us mad to get the latest gear to make our gaming experiences better and more exciting? And let me tell you, graphics. They are the main ingredient for making video games an immersive and fun experience. These next generation consoles will make the PlayStation 4 and the Xbox One obsolete. Over the years, graphics have improved immensely over time, going from things like Crash Bandicoot, from the PlayStation 1 to The Last of Us Remastered on PlayStation 4. But on May 7th, 2020, there is a problem with the graphics and how it's actually lowering the expectations of the players looking to get into a new generation console. But what is making people more and more disappointed towards the new generation graphics? I'll give you a hint. It is not a giant leap from the graphics we experience on the PlayStation 4 we know today. Let me explain on what I mean by that. Most of the graphics that we know of today have been major improvements from the last generation consoles. And for those of you guys, that would be the PlayStation 3 and Xbox 360 if you didn't know what I was talking about. <laughs> Just a little bit of clarification. The, an article that was written by a writer for IGN named Bo Moore has said, and I quote, the Series X's 12 teraflops of GPU power isn't just about better graphics. It's about better simulations. These may include things like better lighting, resolution, performance, and many other improvements towards the system. And these are a pretty big deal for the gaming generation. In addition, it has the extra type of power these new generation consoles will bring meaning that the frame rates will be insanely fast. So for basically for the games that are intense in graphics and for the cinematic cutscenes in their story mode game, they would have these really long loading screens. And this would meet these are talking about having faster loading screens for games that have insane cinematic scenes that accompany their stories. These would have loading streams go away like uh, with the snap of your finger. These faster system improvements were all solved by plugging in SSDs inside the consoles to make them provide better stats. The thing is, a lot of people over the years have been waiting in anticipation towards these new graphics and gameplay, but in the end, always get the same thing. I'll tell you guys something. Back in 2013, I believe I was at 15 at the time and still a little runt in high school. <laughs> I think I was in so a sophomore year of high school. I loved gaming. It was one of the things that gave me a passion to investigate and experience with the new content that comes out every month. But 2013 wasn't just another gaming year for me. 
it was a brand new gaming adventure. If you guys are not familiar, 2013 was the year that the PlayStation 4 came out in the retailing market during the holiday season for approximately $400. And it was actually a big time back in the day because a lot of people were lining up to get the new system. But my response to this, nothing. That's right, absolutely nothing. Because the main thing I cared about during that time was the games I enjoyed playing. And remastered edition games weren't really a thing back then. So I knew that getting this new next generation console would mean I have to start over. What I mean by this is that there was an issue with most of the players, including myself, about when you bought a PlayStation 4, all of the games you have bought and played for years on the PlayStation 3, you could not play on the PlayStation 4 system. Which is a shock and disappointment to so many of the PlayStation fans. The thing I was looking forward to, though, was with those amazing graphics that a lot of people were talking about and showing in my school. I asked all of my friends what they were going to do about buying the system, and they basically said, it's just a waste of money, and the graphics are almost the same as the PlayStation 3. I don't want to waste all that money on the games and the system and just buy a whole new system and buy all those new games for it. Now, I can admit that the graphics are extraordinarily different now, but back then we were kids and didn't really know any different. It took me two years later until my neighbors were in the market for a new gaming system to accommodate their boredom. And I figured it would be a better opportunity to sell my console. So I did. After one more year, the remastered version of a famous game came out on the PlayStation 4 on November 4th, 2016. This was actually the very first time they ever remastered a game in history. The first one was a wildly popular fun game that most of the players enjoyed during the time period of the 2000s were the Call of Duty series. Specifically though, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. After I got enough money from my good neighbor though, I went out to GameStop and bought the new PlayStation 4 to try out these new graphics and faster CPU. Now I remember when I was in the store, the guy said that I had two options. I could get the PlayStation 4 with the remastered version of The Last of Us or the PlayStation 4 with uh, Madden. And I got the PlayStation 4 with The Last of Us Remastered because that was an excellent story. <laughs> and I love the multiplayer for it. But looking back on my story though, I waited two years to buy the PlayStation 4. And you know what I did during those two years? I played the PlayStation 3 with my friends and enjoyed life as a kid for a little while before I went off to college. So out of all this, graphics weren't anything to me back then, but they certainly are now. If you really want to see it for yourself, please don't let me discourage you and go buy one for yourself. It does look like a promising next generation console to be gaming on in this future. Moving on from video games, let's talk about the highly anticipated upcoming movie. Alright everyone, this is something that has been blowing up the internet, TV stations, and even the national radio. It is the next Star Wars movie. Yes, I said it everyone, a brand new Star Wars movie. I know it was beyond exciting the first time when Star Wars The Force Awakens came out in 2015 and brought back four of the main characters from their original trilogy. 
I mean, they brought out Han Solo, Luke Skywalker, Leia Organa, and even Chewbacca. They brought them all back in these new movies for the trilogy. And that's awesome. For a little background information, though, the Jedi were protectors of peace throughout the galaxy who used and served the light side of the force and had a weapon to defend themselves called lightsabers to fend off against their main enemies known as the Sith. The Sith, on the other hand, were dark side users of the force who only used its power to conquer planets, rule over the galaxy as dictators, and to slaughter and torture all of the Jedi throughout the universe. But this movie is bringing a lot more Star Wars to the table, and in more ways than you can imagine. Let me give you guys a little insight in this movie. On May 4th, 2020, and I know, it's pretty ironic that they would announce a new Star Wars movie on May the 4th be with you. (laughs) It's pretty funny, but it's awesome. IGN announced that there will be a brand new Star Wars movie in the making and will be coming to theaters in the year 2022. A new Star Wars show has been announced as well, and it will be a Disney Plus show. No new information has been shown about it. So what's this new movie about? The filmmakers have not yet given any plot characters for development on the movie, but they have given a director and his name is Taika Watiti. You may know him, and if not, just a very interesting fact is that he was the one who made and directed the stunning Marvel movie Thor Ragnarok. And if you guys haven't seen it, I highly suggest it. It's a really good movie. (laughs) You may be asking yourself constantly right now, what is this movie even going to be about? On Los Angeles Times, Lucasfilm's president Kathleen Kennedy was given a bold idea from the head of the Lucasfilm's visual effects division, Rob Brito, about this new Star Wars film. The amazing idea was about making a prequel to all nine of the movies, something that could spark a brand new story to the audience. And when that idea hit my head, I was stunned. Rumors about the new story have been released for this new movie, and people have been saying that it will be set in the Star Wars timeline way before the Clone Wars. This timeline will focus on the High Republic, which was the very first Jedi Order that was established in the Star Wars history. Now, the High Republic was formed 200 years before the introduction of Anakin Skywalker. This was a time of peace and prosperity in the galaxy, where the Jedi of this order believed that they have gotten rid of the Sith once and for all. There was a time in this golden age where the Great Disaster and then the Hill take place within that period, but it is still unknown if they will add those events in the movie, unfortunately. I mean, they would have to, like, to be able to show the full events during the High Republic era in this in its entirety, right? I assume so. The Great Disaster, though, was a scary event where every single ship in the galaxy was pulled out of hyperspace during their transition. And for people that don't know what hyperspace is, they're basically lanes throughout space that the ships would travel in a very fast speed, faster as much as light speed, to different galaxies or planets. And the ships that were pulled out would either be stuck in space with no fuel, or they would crash land on some random planet that the pilots know nothing about by its gravitational pull. 
luckily for the Nihil, they would not have this problem. The Nihil were a group of marauders that raided and torched multiple planets throughout the galaxy during the High Republic era. But there was a catch. They used hyperspace as a method of raiding, which caused them to be a really dangerous threat throughout the entire galaxy. Little information has been known about the new Star Wars show on Disney+, Plus, but rumor has it that it could be the new Kenobi show. And somehow it is related to the hit TV show on Disney+, Plus, The Mandalorian. And it has been confirmed that a new Kenobi show has been announced since Ewan McGregor was talking about it on a talk show recently last week. But over the years, I have very much enjoyed the Star Wars franchise. I remember when and where I saw the Star Wars The Clone Wars movie back in 2008, which was 12 years ago. I still remember that moment. <laughs> I was around 10 years old and I went with a friend to a movie theater called Cinemark Egyptian 24. When we got there, it was packed and there was a huge line of fans that stretched all the way to the entrance of the theater. It was there that I sat in the middle row all the way to the edge on the right side of the theater. And I had my popcorn, my Skittles, and my large Sprite of soda. <laughs> and I was super overjoyed that I was about to see this movie. And back then, we didn't have recliners <laughs> like almost every other movie theater has right now. We just had a red striped chair with cup holders and a nice cushion. <laughs> After we saw the movie, we couldn't stop thinking about it and we couldn't wait for what came next and we talked about it for hours that day a couple months later after the movie was released and made pretty decent money in the theaters 62 million dollars to be exact a show was announced and this show star wars the clone wars was to take place right after the events in the movie unfortunately though that show ended on may 4th 2020 with the last season being season seven and this show went on for 12 years in the making, and that's a long time. <laughs> I can say for sure that a lot of million tears were shed, <laughs> especially for me. During the time of the show, binge watching, the newest Star Wars movies came out as well and was extremely popular, especially towards the Star Wars fans. They had so much backstory added. They had so much information and drama to the Skywalker series and they had an ending that had a lot of mixed feelings about it, <laughs> including myself, because I didn't know what I thought about it. The Star Wars movies had a lot in store for the audience, and now that this new movie and TV show has been announced as a next production of the series, it is a brand new experience that is worth waiting for. Like I said before, the new Star Wars movie will be released in the year of 2022, around with the show that has not yet been announced for release dates or any of other information of that matter. Stepping away from the fantasy and going back into reality, something else causing an uproar is being known as the Europe in distress. The world has been in distress for a while. It started from China and now has spread all over the world, including the United States of America. The coronavirus has struck the world and is ravaging as we speak. The disease is a flu type of sickness. It also gives you harder breathing as well as a fever, chills, and many more symptoms adding on as we speak. 
And when I say adding on, what I mean by is more side effects that human beings experience when they contract the virus. Over the course of this strain of time, it has gotten to be a whole lot worse than when it started. Coronavirus has been named a pandemic ever since the news told us it was spread out all over across the world. It has gotten the name COVID-19, that is C-O-V-I-D-19, after its destructive purpose and with its mutation that has been going wild over the past year. And it mutated 30 times since it was in Wuhan, China last year. But since it's been so long of a pandemic, a lot of the countries are starting to think of a way of reopening and going back to normal life while the virus is still going on. According to reports on CNN on Monday, May 4th, 2020, people across Europe have been trying to return to their normal lives. In response, the governments of countries across Europe have been reopening little by little to restore its normal potential as a society. You may be wondering why they are doing this or what places in those countries are, are they opening as of right now? Well, from recent reports and studies conducted by CNN, most of the places opening are transportation systems, small shops, schools, big time businesses, and even barbershops as well. How would this help us in getting rid of the pandemic? If you open schools, you risk the lives of millions of students, kids, if you will. And opening up the transportation systems like trains, airplanes, risk even more infection rate in and around the country. But recent stores have had stories of what it was like when their shops opened up during the reduced restrictions of the new stay-at-home order. CNN has reported some shop owners saying things like, I just reopened today, but it's not even worth it. There is just little work for us. Few people are coming in. We had to lay off people and we fired at least 75% of our staff. People have been trying their best to survive from this. Not just from the virus though, but from just keeping up with the economy as well. But how can we handle these many deaths and infections normal? Take United States, for example. I have been keeping a record of the number of people that are getting infected and dying from the virus every day of the week. Every day I see the numbers increasing, but just last week and this week, I have seen a consistency between the infection and death rates. The recent reports from the coronavirus live world meter, by the way, I highly suggest it. It's a great site to go on if you wanted to keep up to date with the coronavirus. There has been a consecutive infection rate in the United States, just the United States, of 20,000 to 30,000 people. And the deaths of the United States are 1,000 to 2,000 every single day. And those numbers are happening right now as we speak, while we are locked down in quarantine. Now, I understand quarantine may not be for everyone, but let me share my experience and maybe it'll motivate or give you guys some new ideas to try out while you're quarantined. And we're all in this together in this stay-at-home order, so we have to find something to entertain us before we lose our minds in this boredom. <laughs> For me, well, let's just say I'm always busy with something to do while staying at home. I, as a matter of fact, 
am taking college as of this moment, and they switched to online classes during the pandemic so I can keep up with my education. And that has been keeping me very busy lately. When I have time off from school, there are multiple things that I can do so I can deviate my boredom while in the house. <laughs> some of the things that I do is I help my girlfriend out with some of her pictures for her Instagram page, as well as I do some other photography around my house. I usually set up books, phones, bowls, or anything else that could look like a nice art setup for a picture or two on my camera. Other times I would edit my podcasts as well as learn some new tips or tricks to help me make better ones. Another thing that I got into is some online courses that I am taking to get some certification in various fields. Now, when I tell you it's a great deal, you guys should definitely check this out. How I got these certification classes is I saw an ad on Facebook by the CNN store on purchasing a bundle of classes for $30. And I figured, okay, it was around 20, 30% off, but let me check them out. And I'm not joking when I tell you this, the classes were $1,900 each. And these two were bundles. Both of them were bundles for $1,900. It was 90% off from its original price and I only paid $30 for each class. Everyone should investigate these. If you guys want extra work experience or you want something to do for fun or you want to study various amounts of fields in your future, you should go ahead and check this out. It's a really great price and a really great offer. I've been doing the classes and they have been very informational about what you can do and some of the fields you're interested in. But from time to time, we do consider going out of the house to get groceries, medical supplies, and we do have a little kitten. So we do get nice kibbles for her and some litter for her and occasionally some toys. <laughs> so we always supply with her as well. As for work, well, this is my work for now, this show. <laughs> so my other job is I work at a bar and recently they had the closed shop because of the coronavirus since, like I said before, a lot of people weren't coming in and they weren't making a lot of money so they couldn't afford keeping us on during this crisis. But you know what? I'm having a blast doing it because I'm focusing on what I want to do and I am making sure that I do a great job at it by studying hard and also it's giving me more time to focus on school. So and I'm having a blast doing it, especially for an active audience like yourselves. Like I like doing this for you guys. From time to time as well, I will play video games with my friends. <laughs> and I know you gamers know how long you guys stay on for at the end of the night. <laughs> for me, I know for most of the people, it's from 1 to 3 a.m. until we get off. And there's nothing wrong with that because you're having fun. That's the main thing. And another activity I like to do is play board games with my girlfriend and her friends. And sometimes we like to meet up outside of our houses, wearing masks and talking about what we like to do <laughs> and what we have been doing during this crisis. So, and they tell us that they've been having multiple things to do and it's from drawing all the way to reading books and doing other various activities to keep themselves up and not be bored. Now with this new news coming into the public, 
It has caused drastic changes in society and has brought fear to the people for their thoughts on the subject matter of who is going to stop this virus from spreading even further. Well, everyone, thank you for joining me on my first episode today on the world as we know it. If you guys want to join my podcast and join my community, please go ahead and check out my Facebook page titled The World As We Know It. And for more updates on the show, you can go ahead and follow me on my Instagram, Austin underscore underscore tarot. That is A-U-S-T-I-N underscore underscore T-A-R-O. And my Twitter, which is at Austin Tarot, capital A and capital T, as well as my website on Podbean, which you can find in the description below this podcast. Thank you, everyone. I'll talk to you next week. And as always, have a great day.